I hope you are ready for it. Rachel Levis is cashing in on Scandaball, finally. We also have Jax Taylor calling out Katie Maloney. I actually visited Jax in Studio City, so I'll give you all of that inside scoop. And plus, Shannon Bedore off to rehab? No, she's off to her next, tra- her next Trace Amiga show. Let's dive in. You're listening to No Filter with Zach Peter. Your go-to source for all the latest pop culture and reality TV tea. Surf fresh three times a week. Now, let's dive in. What up? Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Everybody in the club. What's going on? What's going on? Let's get it. Okay, so um, we will get into our tidbits of tea. We're going to talk about Jax calling out Katie. We have a lot to get into. I'll also, I went to go visit Jax's in Studio City, his new bar, which apparently is now open. Um that I'll, I'll dive into in the end of this episode because we have a lot that we have to get through. But let's start with a couple tidbits of tea. They're not not much of the tidbits. People are dragging Teresa and her daughters for doing a Sheen ad. I guess Sheen approached them and so they decided, you know, why rock She by Sheree when they can rock Sheen? Sheen by Sheree. Uh, I think it's fine. I guess Sheen is a little cheap. It is. It's fast fashion. I feel like most fast fast fashion is cheap. It's like H&M. I mean, if they were doing an H&M campaign, people wouldn't be as like on them about it. I feel like, listen, let her and her daughters make some cash and live life. They have to pay for, you know, all of Louis's fake Cartier watches. So you do you, Teresa. We're trying to make sure we don't go back to prison. So whatever keeps the bills paid, you go, girl. It is a little tacky. Like if you're going to do, I mean, at least do like pretty little thing. At least that brand is a little more elevated versus Sheen. I bought a couple things from from Sheen. They they're all terrible. I mean, they look cute, but again, it's fast fashion. They don't really last. I would have liked to have seen them do pretty little thing or even like Fashion Nova. I feel like those are a little more on brand. Um you know, cuz at least they're a little younger, they're a little more fresh, but listen, you do you, Teresa. Let's help Louie pay those bills. Um also announcement, well couple announcements. One, just wanted to remind you, I'm doing a live show at the Bourbon Room November 19th. Get your tickets at nofilterlive.com. It is a Friendsgiving show. Lots of very special guests that will be making appearances. So get your tickets at nofilterlive.com. It's at the Bourbon Room in Hollywood. So if you're in LA, November 19th, that is a Sunday. You're going to want to go and get your tickets to Friendsgiving, nofilterlive.com. And also, No Filter is moving from three days a week to now becoming a weekly morning show, okay? So I will be streaming Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, okay? I will be streaming live on YouTube at 8.30 a.m. Pacific, and then immediately that audio will get uploaded. The audio and video will get uploaded onto Apple Podcasts, Spotify, so you'll be able to watch the show the same day. It's all going to be back-to-back. So Monday morning, I'm going to be here. Tuesday morning, I'm going to be here. Wednesday morning, I'm going to be here. Thursday morning, I'm going to be here. And then Fridays, we're going to have bonus members-only episodes where I'm going to give you, like, real sorts of inside tea. Being like, So, like, all of my stories about, like, being at the House of Villains premiere and meeting Jax, um, meeting Abby Lee Miller. Did I even tell you? I think I told you guys a little bit about, about meeting her. That was wild. Um my, going to Jax's, hanging out with Kristen at Jax's, all of those stories will now become members-only stories that I'll I'll spill on Fridays. We'll even get into like my personal life, my dating life, all that good stuff. Maybe a little bit of my sex life. We'll see. But so Fridays will be members-only episodes. You can sign up for a membership on Apple, or you can keep your membership here on YouTube if you're a member of the Zach Pack. Just letting you know, you'll have five episodes a week now. 
four full free episodes and one bonus members only episode every single week. I'll be live streaming on YouTube at 8.30 a.m. Pacific. So mark your calendars and let's, we'll, we'll have our morning commute together. Or if you're on the East Coast, then we'll have your, your lunch commute, your lunch break together. All right, let's dive into all the tea. Jax Taylor is calling out Katie Maloney for being mean. Why you gotta be so rude? Don't you know I'm human too? Why you gotta, why you gotta, why you gotta be so rude? So Jax was just at a live show. I think it was like a a Bravo trivia night that he was doing at City Winery out in Boston. And he said that he doesn't like Katie Maloney right now because she's actually mean to his wife, Brittany Cartwright, right? She says that, or he says that Katie's head has gotten so big that she's riding off of Ariana's coattails as Ariana's over there doing her shimmy, shimmy, shimmy on Dancing with the Stars. He says that, she won't return any of Britney's calls, Katie, and that they haven't talked in forever. So he's like, my wife's trying to get a hold of her and she thinks she's too good for us now because she thinks she's all scandabon. She thinks she's all big and bad. Um, yeah, I do have an interesting interaction with Katie when I was at the Bourbon Room for Sheena show. Maybe I'll save that for members only, but I'll talk about my interaction with the cast that night and my interaction specifically with Katie that night. I, I kind of, listen, I think Katie... I do. I I think I believe that maybe she's kind of avoiding Britney. I think she's in Scandal Land. They're all kind of hanging out together. They're all kind of doing their own thing right now because that's the popular thing to do. And there's not much value that you know she gains from Britney. Was she ever really that close to Britney? Do we remember? Was she ever that close to Britney? I feel like the others, like Lala, was close to Britney. Sheena was close to Britney. I don't know about Katie. Katie was always close to like Kristen and Stassi, and now she, I don't think she's really that close to Kristen or Stassi. Now she is really close to Ariana, though. But that makes sense because they have the the sandwich shop. Something about her, which is supposed to be coming soon. So, I don't know. There's something about Katie. But so Katie then jumps in on the drama. And she responds to someone in the DMs. And this was screenshotted and shared by uh, Scandaball Threads on Instagram. Saying that Britney hasn't called her and that she just saw that she just saw Britney at Sheena's birthday party and they were fine. So she's like, Jax is just being Jax. He's just being drama. I'm not mean to Britney. Like she just kind of laughed it off, which also, to be fair, Jax kind of does these things and he, you know, gets everybody all worked up about things that are minuscule. I think one, I think our no filter account is still blocked by Jax. <laughs> um, I mean, maybe Brittany like made a, a fly comment to Jax about how, you know, oh, I've been trying to reach her and she won't even call me back. She probably thinks she's too good or whatever. Like Brittany probably said something in passing and then Jax read too much into that and blew it up. And now here he is calling out Katie. And then, so she goes and she denies it, right? Katie Maloney. And then Jax Taylor jumps back in and he claps back and he's like, BS, drop the receipts. She is mean. She is mean to my wife. If she, you know, if she's been calling Brittany or whatever, then show me the receipts. Show me that, you know, I, I don't know what receipts he wants her to show, but he wants some receipts from Katie to prove that she's not mean. And she's just like, I don't care. Katie doesn't give a shit. Katie does not give a fuck if you think she's mean or not mean or anything. Katie's like, I'm just going to live my life. Okay. Bye. So I think, I, I think Katie, I don't know if it's ego, but she does have this like haughtiness to her, right? Where she's a little, um, I don't want to say pretentious or 
acts like she's better than everybody, but she she kind of does act like she's better than everybody. And I get that. And so I think in this case, Country Bumpkin Britney just wasn't that important to her and wasn't a priority for her. And so if you're not a priority, why is she going to make an effort, right? Let's move on to Rocky Rocky Bang Bang because Rachel Levis is now selling her Tom Tom merch. Mm-mm-mm. So... Rachel has announced, because she's no longer Raquel, she's officially changed it to Rachel, and when you've officially changed it on Instagram, that's how you know it's real. Don't tell the government, but your real name changes when you make it on Instagram. But so Rachel Levis announced on her Instagram that she's going to be auctioning off her Tom Tom sweaters. Iconically, the one that she wore to BravoCon. Remember when Katie called her a fangirl? Because she was on stage literally in just the oversized Tom Tom hoodie. That's all she wore, and probably like a little, a little bit of underwear. Remember, and then you saw the photos of her and Ariana, like, rocking out to Tom's show. Like, that was so gross. And you see them just, like, together, like, with Tom on stage. And you just know, like, they're both banging him. And it was just awkward. Awkward. So, anyway, she's auctioning off the sweaters. And she's also auctioning off the lightning bolt necklace. Remember the one that she bought? What did she pay, like, $700 for? She bought it. Um, It was on camera with what's her name, Charlie, and Charlie's like, yes, girl, invest in yourself, if you don't spend good money on good jewelry, then who's gonna, who else will do that, you do you, you bang your best friend's man, get it, girl, no, I'm just kidding, Charlie never endorsed that, but she did tell her, like, absolutely go and buy this necklace, well, proceeds for that necklace are supposed to benefit NAMI, which is the National Alliance of Mental Health, because she announced this on World Mental Health Day, she said that these items are just very triggering for her. And so now she's going to dip out on them and she's already ready to change up her environment to set herself up for success because yeah, I'm about that right now. That's a direct quote from her. Yeah. I'm about that right now. So she says she wants something good to come of all of this, which I mean, great. She was just on, you know, Bethany's number one podcast in the entire galaxy talking about how she was mad that she didn't make any money off of Scandal, but at least She's trying to do it for charity. At least she's raising raising money for a good cause. I low-key want the lightning bolt. Um, but last time I checked, it was already at like $2,000 in the bidding. And so, yeah. <laughs> Let's see. What is it at currently? I feel like it's probably going to be. Okay, so as of right now, as of Wednesday morning, the light. wow, the lightning bolt is at $3,000. And so there are still another six days left to bid. So like, that's going to be, that's going to be some good money for charity. You know what? Good for Rocky, Rocky, bang, bang. Let her make that money. Um, wow, guys, the Tom Tom sweaters are the, the current bid is $8,200. And again, there's still six days left to bid. Who is going to pay 10 grand? Well, I mean, I guess, you know, her, she left her coochie juices on it. Cause like she was wearing nothing underneath it. That like, that is wild. Like truly, truly what that people are going to pay probably by the end of this, it's going to be 10 grand. Could you imagine paying 10 grand for a used Tom Tom sweater? That's crazy. That's truly insane. I just don't understand why people would bid that. I mean, it's a cute sweater, but like, why do I, can't you get like a, Oh, she has two of them that she's putting up. Can't you get like, I don't know. Oh my God. Her eBay name. I don't want to make fun of her because she's, you know, it's very innocent, but um, her, her eBay name is Rachel with the lights. I'm assuming she's referring to the galaxy lights. I think that this is 
it's all very comical. She doesn't do herself any favor. Like, she doesn't make it hard to, like, not crack a joke because it's just, you know. Oh. God, Rocky, Rocky, Bang, Bang. What, what a time to be alive when you can get a Tom Tom sweater for 10 grand on the internet. And at least it's a tax write-off, right? Oh, yeah, I'm not bidding three grand. Well, I didn't want the hoodie. Um, I didn't want her coochie hoodie. I wanted the the necklace because at least, I don't know, I could have worn that. Like if I ever interviewed Tom Sandoval one day, I would wear it like the necklace. No, that would probably be super mean and triggering for him. But like, I mean, yeah, whatever. Um, okay. Shall we move on to more, more tea? Well, one thing I do want to give a little, little nod and shout out to is my pals at Chomps. Chomps makes snacking simple. They're tasty meat sticks packed with mouth-watering flavor and only the best real ingredients. Each delicious Chomps meat stick has the protein your body needs. Over 9 grams per stick and zero sugar. They're low-carb, keto-friendly, allergy-friendly, and don't contain any fillers, okay? I've been working, I've been up in the gym, just working on my fitness. He's my witness. Boom, okay? And got to make sure the guns be looking good so we need that protein. Chomsticks are simply made with natural ingredients that you can feel good about. Easy and convenient. Throw them in your bag. Take on the go. No refrigeration required. It's kind of why I love them. I carry them with me on the go in between meetings or tapings right after the gym. Just grab me a nice little chomstick on my way out of Orange Theory. They're available in nine flavors. My favorite is their jalapeno beef because it's just, it's yummy. I love a little spice, love a little kick. So if you want to give Chomps a try, use code Zach20 for 20% off your order at Chomps.com. That's code Zach20, Z-A-C-K-2-0, Zach20 at Chomps.com today. Okay, this episode is also brought to you by BetterHelp. Do you ever just find yourself as you're trying to fall asleep and your brain suddenly won't start, won't stop talking? Maybe it's just like rambling about Rachel Levis and all the theories that we have about the affair with Tom Sandoval. Well, if your thoughts start racing before bed or at other in, inopportune times, get ready, okay? Because I know what it's like to feel overwhelmed. And it turns out one great way to make those racing thoughts go away is to talk through them. Therapy gives you a place to do just that. Shannon Bedore, I highly recommend it, okay? Get out of your negative thought cycles and find some mental and emotional peace. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get a break from your thoughts with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash NoFilter today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash NoFilter for 10% off your first month. Okay, let's talk Shannon Storms Bedore because she's now in treatment, sort of. So TMZ is reporting that Shannon is currently in an outpatient behavioral wellness program with an alcohol component. I don't really know what behavioral wellness program means or what she's doing exactly. Maybe it's the Rachel Levis plan. You know, you go and you make some macaroni art and you talk through your past trauma. I don't really know. 
but this doesn't sound like rehab to me. She's not going into, like, I don't even know, like, what is with an alcohol component mean? Like, we're going to do a wellness program. We're going to go to a shaman. We're going to light some sage and put it up our cooch, like a, like a jade egg, like, to make sure we cleanse the demons. I don't really know what we're doing, what this actually means. Behavioral wellness program. Outpatient means she's not staying there, so it's not like a rehab. They try to make me go to rehab, and I say, no, no, no. Yes, I've been black, but when I come back, don't, no, no, no. So they try to make Shannon go to rehab, and she said, no, no, no. Um, she's going to go to an outpatient behavioral wellness program with an alcohol component. So she's also still doing her upcoming Trace Amigas shows at the Brea Improv. But apparently they're going to tweak the show so that it's focused less on drinking and that there's less alcohol consumption in it. And it's going to focus more on their friendship because Shannon does not plan to drink at these events. I don't know. Do we think that this is actually going to be beneficial for her? I mean, I guess it's going to be kind of like therapy, right? But I don't know. I'm sure it's not cheap. I'm sure it's going to be, you know... Lol, it's expensive to be man. That's just who I be. It's expensive to be me. As long as I can still drink. <sighs> I don't know. Do we think that she should be doing the the Trace Amigas live shows? Does she maybe need to take a break? Should she go into rehab? I don't know. She's clearly not in rehab. This outpatient program seems like the bare minimum that she's doing in order to just kind of skirt by and like be okay, you know? But who knows? Maybe after this outpatient behavioral wellness program with an alcohol component, then she can go on the number one podcast in the entire galaxy and tell her truth. We do have part two of the the conclusion, actually, of the Real Housewives of, of Orange County reunion reunion baby which i will be recapping for the ringer reality tv podcast so stay tuned for that every friday i recap oc and i recap southern charm with rachel Lindsay. you may know her from the bachelor nation so we recap them together on morally corrupt which is part of the ringer reality tv podcast every friday okay but yeah, I think Shannon Bedore is literally doing the bare minimum. I'm not, I'm super disappointed in this because we saw her just, you know, ripping down the streets in Newport Beach. Like she's, you know, Tokyo Drift, making sure she's taking Archie to go for a walk. We never heard about that. The Paw Patrol never gave us an update on whether or not they were coming for Archie. I guess not. Um, so yeah. Okay, what else should we talk about? Should we talk about Real Houses in New York? Since everyone's like, oh my God, it's finally coming to an end. Everyone's like, oh my God, so amazing. I love Real Houses of New York. It's so refreshing. There's no toxic drama. It's just lighthearted fun. Well, I don't know how much people are enjoying a lighthearted fun because according to Bravo ratings, it didn't do so hot, y'all. It didn't really perform. Um it's down to just over 400,000 viewers, 416,000 viewers uh, with a 0.12 in the 18 to 49 demo. So these are not strong ratings, to be honest with you. I mean, that's kind of what Shep did on Watch What Happens Live the night before. Southern Charm is beating it out. It's just, I don't know. It's uh, the, the rate, people clearly aren't watching it. Um, I mean, I guess Salt Lake City isn't doing, like, 
that much better. I know cable ratings are down overall. Um, so, yeah. It's okay. A lot of people are saying that they're tuning into it less and less because uh, they think it's kind of a snooze fest and they're kind of losing interest. Everybody's coming for Psy right now. And I don't really understand why there's like so much hatred, hatred towards and why everybody's like obsessed with Jezel. I personally don't love or hate any of them. Um, Sai to me is just kind of, or sorry, not Sai. Jezel to me is obnoxious. Jenna Lyons was like kind of interesting for a minute, but she's just kind of quirky and strange. And I don't really know how I feel about her. Brynn at least makes it kind of funny because she gives like good witty one-liners in her confessionals. And she's kind of like fun and, you know, a little spunky. Um, Uba, I feel like just really doesn't give us much. We don't get to hear about her dating life. We see that she's doing what, like hot sauces? I don't care. I don't care about your fake hot sauce business. That's not interesting to me. Sai and Aaron seem to be the only two that are interesting to me. I guess Sai, Aaron, and Jezel. The three of them are at least the most captivating on camera. Um, I like Sai. I don't see what everybody's so pissed off with her about. Sai's at least making the show interesting and she's giving us something to talk about, right? And let's be honest, Jezel's husband going to Vietnam for 24 hours. I'm sorry. I think it's fucking weird. And he's like, I need a break from my kids. It's like, well, why can't Jezel get a break from her kids? Why do you have to be the only one that gets to get a break from your kids? Hmm? Hmm? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got nothing to say now. I think Jezel's overhyped. Um, I like Aaron. I think, listen, is she a bitch? Yeah, she's a bitch, but like she's a fun, she's a, a, a captivating bitch, right? She's like in the confessional and she's like, you know, her and Cy, I think people are like, oh, man, the mean girls are this or that. At least they're giving us something to talk about, okay? Because like <sighs> the rest of them ain't giving us very much. I mean, is Cy a little snarky? Yeah, she's a little snarky, but like, it's not that deep. And I think people are just getting so up in arms about all of it because, you know, they, it's not like the drama's not that compelling. So it's like they have to find a reason to like vilify them. And like, they're mean girls. They're being mean to Jezel. I'm sorry. They're calling out the fact that it's weird that her husband's going to Vietnam for 24 hours and just eating bon mi sandwiches. Okay. Is that what we're calling them now? Bon mi? He's going to eat the bon mi? Okay, great. Let him go eat some Vietnamese, Vietnamese bon mi. I can't. Oh my goodness, you guys. I just, you guys are so funny because it's like Twitter just totally flip flops on it. Um, listen, I get it, the mileage and all the things, but it's just, does Sai's husband have a mistress? What? Is there some tea? I don't know. I mean, listen, then have Jezel bring it up. Talk about the mistress. Let's talk about the husband. Let's get into it all. Let's get into it all. Let's get it. Get it. Get it. Ew. Sai, oh, Sai was the mistress. Got it, got it, got it. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, listen, but so, if somebody brings it up, I think listen, if they come for Sai, I think that would be interesting and compelling, you know? Everyone came for Aaron. I think the one to come for is Sai, and Sai will really show up and deliver. Hmm. Um, okay, should we talk about Mary? Ruthless and Toothless Mary on Watch What Happens Live. She, this, so she was just on Watch What Happens Live after the most recent Salt Lake City episode, which I'm going to recap. Um, Josh is out of, t- he's in Louisiana for the week. He's visiting his family and, and doing a trip to New Orleans. 
And so this Sunday, so normally we do our Salt Lake City recaps on YouTube on Wednesday. So we'll be recapping Salt Lake City this Sunday instead. And then we'll get back onto our regular Wednesday schedule following um, going into next week. But so we will recap Salt Lake City on Sunday. I haven't watched it yet because I like to watch them right before doing the recaps. But I did see like the clip where the editor is like shaded Meredith because she was like, oh, my God. She was like crying. She's like, I nearly died. She's like, I almost I almost fell off a cliff like Tom Girardi. I almost drove off a cliff and we did it and we were saved. And then they showed the video and it, and the, the editors are like live footage of Meredith's car accident and they put accident in quotes which was just so shady as she's literally crying and then they play the, the sad music or like the, the music that kind of like makes levity of it I don't know if I believe that I think this kind of leans into Whitney's narrative again I haven't seen the full episode I've only seen that one clip but I feel like this kind of leans into Whitney's narrative of being like she likes to deflect from things by like talking about these horrible things horrible things like Shannon and John Jansen John Jansen um, so I thought that that was kind of shady. I'll give you more thoughts this Sunday on YouTube with Josh when we recap Salt Lake City. But Mary was on Watch What Happens Live, and it was, I'm going to say, a disaster. This episode was so cringe. Mary was so awkward, so uncomfortable. I just, she talks about, um, she tries to tell the story of the Dom Perignon 2003, which she kind of tells us on Salt Lake City, but like, she's so all over the place and kind of like wacky and not really, she's like, I don't really remember the story. And she's, you know, and, and, um, Andy's like, you know, trying to like ask her questions to help her, you know, I don't know. I, I thought that it was a super cringe episode because she was talking about the people that are dying and then we're celebrating destruction because Z-Way was on it as well. I'm hoping I pronounced that correctly, Z-Way. Um, she was also on the episode with Mary and you can tell that she was like a big fan of Mary's and like wanted to come into her good graces. So aside from like the really awkward telling of the Dom Perignon story, which Mary kind of botched, but basically my understanding was there was a big heat wave. It killed all these people. It killed all the grandmas and it killed all the kids, but it created, it produced some really good grapes so that when they made the champagne, it was like some of the best champagne ever. Okay, cool. Got it. Then she talks about they're playing Versace or Hibachi and they're going through different outfits. And, you know, Mary's very unfiltered. And for whatever reason, Mary does not like Heather because clearly, you know, she thinks Heather looks inbred. And so they ask her about Heather's corset, her her Gucci corset that she's wearing in the confessional for this season. And Heather's like, no, I don't like that. That's total Hibachi. She's like, I don't even think that's really Gucci. And then Andy's like, what do you mean it's not really Gucci? And she's like, yeah, I don't think Gucci makes a corset and a size 14 and then Andy's like oh my god that's awkward body shaming or whatever and you know you can tell like on his face it's like super awkward and she's like what come on she's like it's my opinion even if it's not right like it's my opinion and I don't think that Gucci makes a size 14 in a corset she's like come on Andy do you a, a corset and a size 14 and it's just it's super cringe um, all the woke Twitter that was rallying for her and writing for her. I hope they, you know, felt very proud last night. Listen, I know Mary's problematic. I embrace Mary for being problem- problematic. I've always known Mary was problematic and I will still stand a good problematic housewife. I think we need Callie Dodd back on OC. I think we need Ramona on New York. You know, I, I think the chaos, I love Mary on Salt Lake City. They bring chaos and they bring like awkward levity. You got to know what you're expecting. You can't like ride for them when you want to ride for them and then not ride for them when, you know, you feel like, oh, they crossed a line. Oh, my pearls. 
So there was the Heather size 14 comment, which I imagine Heather Gay is not happy about. And then there's the filet fish And so Z-Way decides that she wants to surprise Mary by, you know, bringing her gift. And the gift is a filet fish from McDonald's. Because as we saw when the ladies were in Palm Springs, Mary ordered McDonald's and she wanted a filet fish amongst other things. So Z-Way brings her her filet fish and Mary's like, I don't want that. She's like, no, that was like a one-time thing that I did in the Sprinter van. She's like, no. She's like, if it's not fresh, I don't want to eat it. And Andy's like, what? Oh, okay. I guess she doesn't want the filet of fish And then Mary's like, no, it's not even fresh. It's only good if it's fresh. And Andy's like, it's still warm. And she's like, Andy, you're going to tell me you would eat that? And Andy was like, I mean, if it were a cheeseburger, sure. And she's like, come on, Andy, really? And he was like, yeah, really? So it was super cringe. I'm curious what you guys think. Um, Storm Door says, I wouldn't have taken the sandwich either. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Like, who wants... I actually... I'm, I am I side with Mary on this one. Don't bring me a fucking cold filet fish because you know that that filet fish has been sitting for at least a minute and it's a filet fish Like, I don't know. There's something about a filet fish that, you know... Uh, not enjoyable. Uh, Chris R says, just Googled Gucci does make corsets in a size 14. Well, there we go. Crack the case on that one. Thank you, Sherlock Holmes. Um, let's see. Ooh, we have Annabella who's sending love from Sweden. She says, this is her first live. You're so funny and seem so lovely. Thank you. Thank you. I promise I have a ruthless and toothless side too. Andy, oh, the why'd you come back comment. How did I forget that, Storm Doris? So there was also a comment where Andy, where a caller calls in. Hi, caller, what's your name and where are you calling from? Calls in and asks Mary why she came back to the show. She's like, oh, why I came back to the show? Um, to help you guys out. And then Andy's like, oh, and she's like, what? Is that not, she's like, is that rude? Andy, you have to tell me if I'm being rude. Is that rude? I mean, <laughs> That was probably my favorite part because um, she clearly did come to help them out. But I think she meant it in a very innocent way of like to help them out because they called me and they told me they could use their help. So like, yeah, I decided why not help them out? Like in her head, I think she thought like they had told her and convinced her that they needed her. And so she was like, yeah, of course, I'll come back to help you out. So when she said that, she was like to help you out. But it sounded so much more shady than I think she was expecting it to do. And Andy just being like, like, so like shocked by it, I thought was great. I thought it was hilarious. Um, <laughs> listen, you have to accept me. You can't pick and choose when you like them being problematic or not. Cause it's, you know, tis what it is. And Mary is Mary. Her delivery is always off. Her delivery just never lands the way she intends it to but it's so interesting watching her on live television because you know whoever the producers are that have to work with her on the field or have to work with her during her confessionals you know that that is just chaos so these like funny bits really are a lot of the editing and the way that they edit mary rather than um because you know mary is just like mean and rude and goes on these random tangents and kind of loses her train of thought so that's why when you see her in the confessionals and being like, who is Angie? You know, like all those little things, like, you know, there's probably like a whole four other minute tangent about all of this. Oh my God. Could you imagine a real ultimate girl's trip with Ramona and Mary? That would be insane. Ramona, Mary, throw Jezel in there. Cause Jezel, I think would also be kind of wacky in that mix. 
I think that would be insane. Um, okay, should we talk about Jax's? Because I went to Jax's Studio City for the first time. Because obviously, because nobody really knew that it was open. But so we went. And interestingly, we ended up running into... We as in... Uh, I mean, actually, Endub in the live chat right here. Endub came to LA, and we decided that we were gonna go check out Jax's because I saw Jax last Thursday at the premiere party for House of Villains, and he was telling Josh and I, he's like, it's technically open as of now, so you can go anytime. And we were like, oh my god, we're gonna go. And Josh already gave it to me for going without him. He's like, I can't believe you went without you. And I was like, well, first of all, I was blacked out, so I don't remember it mostly. <laughs> I mostly don't remember much of it. So to be fair, it's like I've never been to Jax's, even though I was technically there. Um, but so end up when I went. And so basically the address for Jax's Studio City is Rocco's, Rocco's Tavern. I don't know if you're familiar with it. It's They have a really popular Rocco's in West Hollywood that people go to all the time. Like Rocco's is, it's a popular, it's a popular spot. And so they have a Rocco's in Studio City. Okay. We get there and thinking that we're going to go to Jax's because technically Rocco's is open and there's not an official address for Jax's unless you Google it and then, you know, it just comes up as Rocco's. So anyway, go to Rocco's, walk in. We see the sign for Jax's outside, walk into Rocco's and then realize like, okay, I guess we're not going into Jax's. We're not going into Jax's because like there's no really there's not a way to go. It's like in a side patio area that's attached to Rocco's. So we go into the main Rocco's and we're we're like, okay, I guess we're going to have a drink here. Have a drink, have, you know, a bite. I order garlic fries because, of course, I have to order fries everywhere I go because fries are life. And the guy ends up coming and serving us these very tall cocktails. Okay, normally I get a vodka soda. Okay, normally when you get a vodka soda, it's in the short glasses. Well, he decided to give us vodka sodas in the tall glasses. He was telling us something about they had a special, and I don't know. He was trying to take me home. I don't really know. But so he served us the big glass of, of vodka soda. Okay. I was assuming in my head, I was like, oh, it's just served in a bigger glass. There's probably not more of a cocktail in it, right? Maybe there was, maybe there wasn't. So we have one and then we have two. And so that was kind of where I expected the night to end because I was like, Jax isn't open. I have the dogs at home. You know, it's going to be a quick, you know, whatever. <sighs> well, we end up getting a third round. Um, and then we end up talking to the waitress cause we asked him about Jax's and he's like, I don't really know. It's like kind of open. It's kind of not open. I don't get it. And so we're like, okay, whatever. So then we asked this other waitress and we're like, what's going on with Jax's? Like, when does it open? You know, what's happening? And she's like, oh, it opens at five. And we're like, oh, it opens at five. And then I look at the clock and I'm like, it's four 45. I'm like, should we just go to Jax's? We have to check it out. It's opening right now. Like, there's no way we can't not go to Jax's. We're already here. We came here to go to Jax's, right? So I'm like, listen, let's just slam this last drink again. Third vodka soda in the tall glass. I'm like, let's just slam this one and then we'll pop on over. Like, we'll be cool, right? Famous last words. <sighs> oh, and Dibs in the live chat. She said, they had a special equals. It was happy hour. Yeah, it was happy hour. Um, and it was a very happy hour. I was very happy. Um, so we slammed the third drink. Okay. Then we decided to walk on over to Jax's cause she decides she's going to give us like a private tour of Jax's studio city. Maybe I can show you, um, kind of the video. So this is 
outside of Jax's, I'll describe to you. So it's like an outdoor patio area. It's super cute. It looks a little more barry pubby. There's a lot of like this um, Beverly Hills hotel style, like um, wallpaper with like the green leaves. It looks super like kind of dive barry, but like a little edgy. And then they have like this picture of Jax when he was all drunk from Vanderpump Rules. They have really cute light fixtures. It's a really big open place. It, it does feel very like traditional barry because it has like the, the leather, um, the leather booths. It has a lot of the wood tables. They have like a Casamigos bar set up and just lots of big TVs everywhere so that you can watch sports. So it it does feel because I posted it on Instagram about the um, about Jax's and a lot of people like, oh, it looks like Schwartz and Sandy's or it looks, you know, just like, you know, all the other Vanderpump restaurants. I think it I think it's cute. I think it's super chill. It kind of matches the Rocco's vibe and Rocco's is also it's a sports bar. So it's a little more downplayed. It's not super pretentious like a lot of it's not like Pump or Sir or Villa Blanca or Tom Tom or Schwartz and Sandy's, I wouldn't put it in that category at all. I think it's super chill. You can go there in your baseball cap and your sneakers, go to watch a football game. Like the vibe is super, super chill. So I thought that it was a cute spot. But anyway, we get a private tour. We go to the bar. We sit down. We order cocktails. And this is at the point where I think I started to black out because I don't remember much after that. I just remember at one point sitting at the bar and then – and Dub's like, oh my God, look. And I turned to my left and because there was a couple that had just walked in a little bit after us and I turned to my left. Oh yeah, we saw Wanda Sykes. Wanda Sykes was sitting right next to us at Rocco's. So yeah, we were hanging out. Well, we weren't hanging out, but we were hanging out at Rocco's and then Wanda Sykes walked in and she was having like girls night. Um, girls night with some of her friends. But anyway, so then we go to uh, Jax's and so we're sitting at the bar couple walks in end up is like oh my god look and then I turn to my left and I see a woman sitting there and she looks like she's dressed you know to to come watch some football she's got a baseball cap on she's got a t-shirt on you know whatever and she recognizes me and I'm like oh hi yes it's me Zach Peter nice to meet you hi hi it's me I'm the problem it's me and I have no clue who it is because again blackout like this is when the alcohol was like starting to seep into the brain and I just was like not fully coherent and then I take a second look and it's Kristen Doty and she's like oh my god hi and I was like oh my god hi where did you come from like Kristen Doty just popped out of nowhere and is like chilling I'm like what I knew Jax wasn't going to be there because he was in Boston for his Bravo trivia night and so we start chatting with Kristen um and everything after this was really a blur for me, which is again why I told you it's not like I really went to Schwartz or to Jax's because I was, you know, that that third that slammed third tall vodka soda was was really hitting. But so chatted with Kristen. Um, I guess I kind of remember talking to her about the spinoff a bit and uh, other things. Apparently, we Facetimed with Josh like five times, um, which I don't remember at all. Literally do not remember FaceTiming him at all. I even saw the call log on my phone the next morning. I was like, huh, that's weird that we have so many phone FaceTimes. And then I was like, whatever. And then I talked to him later and he's like, do you not remember calling? Like we were like calling each other and like you showed us Kristen. And then I was showing all my friends in Louisiana that Kristen was there. And then they freaked out and they were so excited. And everyone was like, ah. So it was quite the adventure. Quite the adventure. I will tell you that. Um, 
I love how honest and real you are, Kat. Listen, I don't know how else to be Kat other than real and honest. But we had a blast uh, hanging with Kristen. I hope I didn't scare her off because, again, I was shit-based. Um, but so, you know, listen, we had a good time. We had fun hanging out with Kristen. She may or may not be coming to the Bourbon Room on November 19th. So you may want to get your tickets right now. Um, surprise guests in store, but love me some Kristen Doty. She's been on the podcast before and, you know, it was so good to see her and to chat with her and to be Liddy City hanging out with her. Look at, there's me and N-Dub and Kristen because we took lots of cute selfies, but we came to live life and live life we did. Oof. But I highly suggest everybody go to Jax's. It's really cool. If you're like local and you need like a new go-to spot, I actually, I think it's great that it's attached to Rocco's because like Schwartz and Sandy's, even something about her, they bought these new places and then gutted them and completely renovated them. Tom, Tom, Pump. Like they completely did it from the ground up. This looks like it's a subsection of Rocco's that Jax is renting out because it's all connected. The kitchen seems to be attached. So... It looks like it's all the same property and there's just a portion of it that they're likely renting, um, which is why they were able to get it up so quickly, right? Because it wasn't like they had to buy the property and get the land or and build from the ground up. Like it looks like the bones were already there. They just did a couple of like interior renovations and um, so we'll see. I mean, it, it seems like a smart idea to kind of rent out a portion of Rocco's and use that like Vanderpump garden or the Tom Tom. Cause remember that was Tom Tom and then they bought the garden. So it's like as if it were Tom Tom and then somebody got the Tom Tom owned the garden and then somebody decided to rent it out and call it something else. So isn't Schwartz and Sandy's a bit out of the way. Jax's is near where they live. Um, Jax's is in the Valley. It's in studio city. So by like universal studios. So it's, it's, Again, it's in the Valley. Um, Schwartz and Sandy's is in Franklin Village, which is more, I want to say, it's like, it's more, it's by the, I know it's not far from like the the Hollywood Strip. Because I remember when we were having shows at the Bourbon Room before Scandal, we were considering doing an after party at Schwartz and Sandy's after the Bourbon Room show. So, yeah, it's not the most convenient location um, I just think the vibe of Schwartz and Sandy's and the location that it's in just isn't quite a match. Um, yeah, yes, and Deb's right. The location of Schwartz of Jax's, which is right next to Rocco's, is on a street that's a lot. Wait, is on a street that's a lot of people bar hop in the valley. Yeah, it's kind of like the main strip. Like you have the bowling alley across the street. Like it's kind of like a place that you can go and bar hop. They have places to eat. They have bars. So it's in a good spot. And again, it's already attached to a pre-established business, which is already successful, which is Rocco's. So I think Jax's probably has a lot more potential to be successful. Franklin Village, yes, is a lot more up and coming. Um, So yeah. Location-wise, vibe-wise, Jax's is definitely probably better off. Is Sandoval out of Schwartz and Sandy's, or was that fake news? Um, Sandoval's was not... I mean, I guess he's still... He hasn't, like, officially been bought out, but I do know he was, like, placed on pause, which was, like, a mutual pause, right? Like, Greg said you should be put on pause, and then Sandoval also agreed, like, all right, maybe it's best that I kind of take a break. And I think Sandoval's fine with that. Like, he's on tour. He's doing this thing with the band. Like, he's doing his thing, right? I think he's cool. 
Is Jax's website still being held hostage? I don't believe so. It's what Jax'sBar.com. Jax'sBar.com. Yeah, it says coming soon. One, two, five, one, four, Ventura Boulevard. Yeah, Ventura's where it's happening in the Valley. In Sherman Oaks, Studio City, like Ventura's where everything's at. So it doesn't say that they're officially open, which is strange because they are technically officially open. So I don't. I don't know. That I'm uncertain of. Oof, I switched out my Invisalign yesterday. I went to go see Dr. Gabe, Dr. Gabe Rosenthal. He actually does all the Vanderpump people. He did Ariana's teeth. Um, he's doing my Invisalign right now. And uh, he just made me switch out my trays and my, my teeth and my jaw are hurting. All right. Well, that's all I have for you guys for today. Hope you enjoyed today's show. Um... Uh, yeah. So thank you guys for joining me today. Give me a follow at just plain Zach all over the internet. Follow the podcast at no filter with Zach and get ready. Cause next week we're going to be live every morning, Monday at 8 30 AM Pacific, Tuesday at 8 30 AM Pacific, Wednesday at 8 30 AM Pacific and Thursday at 8 30 AM Pacific. And then our usual Thursday night lives will now become members only live streams. So we'll have a little cocky. We'll we'll do a little sippy sippy spill a little tea and then that'll be uploaded for uh, Apple Podcast members on the YouTube or sorry, not on the YouTube, on the Apple Podcast. It'll be a members only. So stay tuned for that. All right, guys. I love you. I appreciate you. I will talk to you again later this week. Salt Lake City recap will be coming this Sunday when Josh is back in town. And stay tuned. Get your tickets to the Bourbon Room show November 19th, Friendsgiving at the Bourbon Room in Hollywood. Get your tickets at nofilterlive.com. We also have live stream tickets. So if you're not able to make it to the show, you can still stream it live from wherever you're at. All right. Love you. Mean it. 